0: What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, right back at you for another episode of the Bear of Texas podcast. Tonight, I will be flying solo as my good friend, Wiley, aka the Venomous Stare, is not available. Tonight, I have a very, very special subject. It's about Luka Doncic. And let me start off by wishing Luka a happy birthday as today we celebrate his 21st birthday. And man, for a kid who's just turned 21 years old... There is just no way to describe how impressive he is. I mean, this guy is 21 years old and he's already accomplished so much in his already well-decorated de- basketball career. Now, I want to spend this, this episode talking about why Luka John is special. Not just to me in particular, but why he's so special to the Dallas Mavericks. Well, it's quite simple, really, because he's just such a rare... Unique talent. Mark my words, folks. There will never, and I mean ever, be a player quite like Luka Doncic. And when the Dallas Mavericks selected him, I will be very honest with you folks right here. When the Dallas Mavericks selected him, I thought I was in a fucking dream. Let me explain why. Because there were at least three teams ahead of the Dallas Mavericks during the 2018 NFL, excuse me, NBA draft. And, being, and in my opinion, Luka Doncic was the best prospect out there. So I thought there was no way, yeah, there's no way the Mavericks can get him because, because the, the, either the Suns or the Kings are just going gonna to steal him away. But what that didn't happen, I cannot tell you how amazed I was because I asked myself, how in the hell can those guys pass on such a, a, an already accomplished player? Luka Doncic was 19 years old, and his career in Europe... Was absolutely amazing. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so, let me go and talk, talk y'all through uh, the situation, uh, my situation through the draft. Cause I was actually sitting there. Uh, I was actually following. I was working, but I was following it. So, the Phoenix Suns had the number one overall pick, and they did not take Luca. Instead, they drafted DeAndre Ayton. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the Sacramento Kings ha- had the opportunity to take Luca they too did not take it. So they took Marvin Bagley the third. Now, I'm not entirely sure. I, f- I forgot exactly where the Dallas Mavericks were sitting in the first round. If I am correct, it was I think it was fifth overall. Now, now this is the part where it really really gets interesting. Now uh, as soon as I saw the I, I saw I got the notification, the ESPN notification, That the Atlanta Hawks selected Luka Doncic. And I said to myself, well, as as, as sad as it is, it's no surprise. Because you know what? I really knew there was no chance the Mavericks could take him. Because there's just too many teams ahead of us. And Luka Doncic is one of those guys that you just cannot refuse. That's the first part. Now, a few minutes later, I get notified that the Atlanta Hawks have agreed to trade Luka Doncic to the Dallas Mavericks. For the rights to a player named Trey Young. And when I saw that, to say that I was super excited is, well, folks, that is just a major understatement. I cannot tell you how excited I was that Luka Doncic was coming to the Big D. As a strong supporter of the Dallas Mavericks, you know, with all the rough years we've been going since we've won the championship in 2011, I was excited for this pick because a lot of the picks over the last couple of years... They have not been great. I mean, I don't even know who the Mavericks have selected in the past couple of years. Because the key is, folks, those players, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't last long with the Mavericks, not, did they? They didn't really didn't get anywhere. So, this was probably the biggest draft selection since the drafting of Dirk Nowitzki. And I thought to myself, mark my words, this, this young European guy, he's going to be the Mavericks' next big superstar. I want to take a moment and talk about his career in Europe. So, as many of y'all know, he played at Real Madrid, and this was actually something I learned because I actually believe it or not, folks, I was actually not aware that those teams like Real Madrid, those teams you know we all know for them for their soccer. I really had no idea that they had basketball teams. I I mean, I knew there was a basketball there was a basketball uh, league in Europe, but I just didn't know that Real that you know Real Madrid was you know I didn't know that there was one called Real Madrid. So bottom line is, I know the Real Madrid sports franchise had a basketball team. So anyway, I look up Luka's accomplishments, you know, and I was just mesmerized. Uh, And that's why I was so convinced that Luka Doncic, he's the man that's going to be our next superstar. And he is perfectly capable of helping the Mavericks bring home at least three more titles. Now I may be I may be arrogant right here, or maybe I'm just too overconfident. But I know that Luka Doncic is gonna make a name for himself, and he's gonna have a significant impact for the Dallas Mavericks. Now, why do I why do I love him so much? Aside from the fact that I'm, that I'm a Mavericks fan, well, let me be honest, folks. When when we drafted Luka Doncic, I made myself a a, a vow that I would vow that I would cover his his uh, career through my sports rank career what i'm trying to say folks is that i told myself i am gonna write stories about luca i'm gonna talk about luca on my podcast i'm gonna talk about luca in general i'm gonna mention luca Dr. so many times in my career as a, as a sports writer and a podcast host because luca is one of those guys he plays so well he gives you something to talk about. He has done that almost every single night that he has stepped on the court. I mean, every single record that he has broken so far since since the, the beginning of his rookie season? I don't even know what he's done because he's done so many things. Aside from the fact that he owns the record for most triple doubles before the age of 21. And how ironic it is that he had his 21st triple double just a couple of days before his 21st birthday. And he had it against the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the triple-double record is the only one that I that I know off the top of my head. Because just as, just like I said, folks, Luka Doncic has broken so many records. It's just nearly... Okay, no. It's not nearly impossible. It is damn impossible to know everything that he's done. Because he's done so much already in a very short amount of time. That's just how amazing Luka Doncic is. He's one of a kind. And what, like I said earlier, he's a super rare, unique talent. And one more time, mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, there will never, ever be a player quite like him. Now, the triple-double before the age of 21 is such a special accomplishment for Luca Because not only did he break it, but he built on it. Because now the the record for most triple-doubles before the age of 21... Is at 21, and the previous record, which was held by none other than Magic Johnson himself, was at 7. And honestly, let me go furthermore that LeBron James only had 5 before he turned 21. So he took such a special record, and he built into it, and that record is going to stand for at least huh, Say at least 50 fucking years. Because, Mark like my words, that's a record that will not be broken anytime soon. If it does, well, I'll be damned. Now, take I'll take a moment like his final uh, uh, triple-double before turning uh, 21 as a tw- uh, under the age of 21. It's very special it came against the San, o- San Antonio Spurs because well, I'm going to go a little bit off topic this season. Like this season the Dallas Mavericks are actually 3 and 0 against the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the last time that happened, last time the Mavericks actually, you know, won the series against the Spurs, well, huh, I really have no idea, but it's been a hell of a long time. And Here's so- here's something else I should point out to you folks. In in two of the Mavericks' three wins against the San Antonio Spurs this season, Luka Doncic has registered a triple double. Wow, unbelievable! I mean, even at this point, even Spurs fans l- l- have to be impressed with Luka, even though he plays for the Mavericks. But you know what? We don't have to- We don't have to get into that. And in that game, in the in, on Wednesday nights, uh, one hundred uh excuse me, one hundred nine to one hundred three victory against the Spurs uh, in San Antonio, Luca did something that really amazed me. He was clutch. And see, this is just so amazing because the clutch has been something that we've talked about Luca because there's been times this season and last season where he has not been able to pull through during these clutch moments. But let's be honest, folks. He's not perfect. And the truth is, he can't he shouldn't be expected to be clutch every single game. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, he should not be carrying the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks have good talent. They're a very young team. They're they're still trying to you know, pick up the pieces together and glue themselves back together back together in order to become back to the uh, championship winning form. It'll take some time, but I know the Mavericks are actually getting somewhere finally. Because it's been, you know, all these rough years, you know, all these years of, you know, we're, we're, out, we're in this phase where us Maverick fans, were are just sitting there waiting and wondering, when are we going to become good again? But I think this season may be the beginning of a fresh start. And this is actually the first time in at least a decade where the Mavericks have clinched a series, a, se- a season series against the, uh, the, the San Antonio Spurs. It's like I said, it's been so long that personally, I couldn't even remember and Luca was a big part of it. Now, Luca, at this point, his uh, ability with the triple doubles. There's been so many times uh, this season where he's he, he could have had way more triple doubles, but there's times where he comes this close but he just doesn't finish it. But you know what? It's okay because we don't, I, I don't expect triple doubles from him every single night. I just expect him to go out there and just you know put on a hell of a show, and that's exactly what he's done. He's, you know, his health at times. I mean, he's been banged up several times this season, including that uh, that scary uh, ankle uh, injury that he had against the Heat at home earlier this season. Um, but I don't want to get too much about that because it was so scary. But uh, but Luca, you know, obviously injuries are just part of the game. I mean, of course he's going to get hurt every now and then. But overall, Luca has looked absolutely great. The Dallas Mavericks are sitting at, uh, with a record of 36 and 23. I believe they're still in second place with the, the Houston Rockets are ahead. I believe last time I checked I think it was with three games by three games, but things are going well and, and honestly and um, let me get uh, talk a little bit more about, about this this uh, this season's series against the San Antonio Spurs because prior to this season, according to the, the Dallas Morning News, Dallas had lost 15 of its last 17 games against the Spurs. As well as 16 of the last 17 and San Antonio. And now that the Mavericks are 3-0 against the Spurs, well, <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, they have clinched a season series against the Spurs for the first time since the 2009-2010 season. And this was right before the Mavericks won the championship. Now, I want to take a moment. This is something that's been bothering me because people have been saying that as great as Luka is, he does not have playoff experience. Which means that the first time the Mavericks go into the playoffs with him, he's going to be horrible. Okay. First of all, that's not true. I mean, how, how do we know he's going to be horrible? Okay? How do we know he's going to be horrible? Sure, he'll be under pressure, of course. But to say that he's going to be horrible in the playoffs, I mean, that's just stupid. I mean, can you really say that? Because, you you know, can you actually see into the future? I mean, how do you know that? I mean, that's a prediction that you can't back up. So, that, that's something that, that's really awful to say. I mean, it's awful and it's honestly idiotic. And... And here's what I'm about to tell you folks is the truth. Luka Doncic has something far more valuable than simple NBA playoff experience. Let me take you on, on a little history lesson. Uh, this is from research I've done. At the age of 18, as a member of Real uh, during his playing days in Europe with Real Madrid, Real Madrid won the title. The one that, in, the, in the finals, Luka Doncic, at the age of 18 was the finals MVP. Now that is a hell of experience. I mean, that is far more valuable than NBA playoff experience because we all know the European uh, style of play is not the same it's not the same as here in, in, in the United States. It's much more difficult and it's just overall it's different. I mean I, I'm not going to point out, you know, exactly I, I'm not going to get into the uh, the whole gl- glory detail, but the bottom line is the play style in Europe is just much more difficult. And Luca, at the age of 18, to win the to win the Finals MVP, I mean that is huge. And furthermore, let's not forget Luca also helped his native Slovenia win the European Championship. I believe it was the same year. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but the bottom line is he played a big part in uh, winning the European title, and that really impacts Luca's career because it's going to help him forward. It's just part, all part of the motivation that he has. Now, as mentioned earlier, all the things he's done—it's just unbelievable. And, and, and of course, it, it, it's so, it shouldn't be surprised to me you folks why I can't retain all the stuff that he's done so far. I mean, he's won the Rookie of the Year award, which is no surprise because last year he was—you know—he was poised for it was meant for him. And I'm not surprised that he won the—he won the Rookie of the Year honors because he's just—you know—he's just, you know, just that—he's just that damn good. And uh, people were actually saying, you know, this year there will be a sophomore slump. Well, huh, Luka Doncic, you know, just had the temerity to tell people, not by saying it, but by showing it. Well, I don't think so. As far as the sophomore slump goes, because Luka Doncic looks better than he did as a rookie. As a rookie. How do I know? Well, this is just what I've. This is how I've just seen him play. And guys like you know Chris Paul, Kemba Walker, even his teammate Tim Hardaway they're impressed by him, and they should be. Uh, a former All-Star by the name of uh, Theo Ratliff has described Luca. you know, he's like a Larry Bird with a points guard mentality, and that he has a Chris Paul mentality. Well, it's... Comparing Luca to the likes of Larry Bird or maybe Chris Paul as far as mentality goes, well, I'm not going to disagree or agree with it, because in my opinion, folks, at the end of the day... A comparison is just a simple opinion, and we all have opinion. We all have an opinion. So what I'm trying to say is, I mean, uh, while comparing him sh- might seem like, like a cool thing, Luca has to focus on just being the first, the first you. Like my advice to him would be, would be, you know, Luca, be the first you, be yourself, and that's what Luca's doing. there. he's stepping on the court he's playing the way he loves to play I mean he's just stepping out there at the end of the day as great as he is all he's doing is just playing basketball and, and he's just living his dream but his mentality I mean it's not only his mentality but I swear to god it's how disciplined he is how focused he is how you know, uh, you know how, the way he how serious he takes the sport it's amazing but at the end of the day I'm not surprised because playing it for Real Madrid that's what happens to you when you play for one of the most you know famous sports clubs in the world I mean According to some research, I mean, he, he, the basketball players who train with the footballers. <coughs> Excuse me, my apologies. So knowing that Luke is probably trained with the likes of you know Cristiano Ronaldo, Karim Benzema, just name a few. Gareth Bale. I'm sure he's you know he, I'm sure he's come uh, you know he, he's been with uh, Zinedine Zidane. It's no surprise that he's a well-disciplined player who stays out of trouble. Loves the game, plays hard. You know, he's just you know he's he's a good kid. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, I'm gonna quote uh, Mark Cuban on this. Uh, Luca is is street smart. Luca has been through it. Nothing rattles him. Luca doesn't back down. I mean, yeah, Luca, as we know, well, Luca's not afraid of a challenge. I mean, he's already challenged his idol, LeBron James, many times. I mean, LeBron James obviously has won most of the encounters, but I'll never forget that one play. Luca made a long three-point basket over the head of LeBron. And even LeBron James, you know, expressed his impression. I mean, even LeBron James was shocked. But then again, let's admit, I mean, even LeBron James... I mean, LeBron James once uh, told Luka to his face, Man, you are one bad motherfucker. Now, <laughs> that's not an insult, folks. I mean, in this basketball, I mean, LeBron was telling Luka, Man, you're just one tough son of a gunner. It was just... I mean, no matter how LeBron said it, it was a compliment because Luka is a great player. And LeBron James is so impressed that Luca is not is is so good that he's just considered a very dangerous player, because Luca is one of those guys, folks, that as soon as he steps on the court, he will make your life a living hell, especially with his with his unique offensive ability. And that's another thing. And all of that what I'm saying is what excites me the most is because it's just his mentality, his you know discipline, his talent, everything. All of it combined, I mean, he puts on a hell of a show. And of of course, he's not going to be great every single night. But overall, to say that he's been impressive is one major understatement. And and from what I've said about Luka's playoff experience, you folks out there, you know it's true. Okay, Luka, I mean, the Mavericks are very likely to make the playoffs this year. Do I see them making it past the first round? Well, to be honest, I don't. But it's it's okay because you know this is gonna be Luca's learning experience as far as NBA playoffs go. But well, as I explained earlier, for people to say that he has no playoff experience, it's wrong because I would say just look up, look at what he's done at Real Madrid. Look what he did at Real Madrid. I mean, he was you know sixteen years old playing you know for the for for one of Europe's uh, Europe's top clubs, and of course you know his mentality and, and discipline, it's gonna help him pave the way for you know for to success in the playoffs. So based on his experience in Europe. It's really going to help him. I mean, it's not the same as I mentioned, but the bottom line is him winning the title and the MVP award at the age of 18 for one of Europe's top clubs. Well, in my book, that's far more valuable than NBA playoff experience. Now, as I wrap this up, there's something I really feel like it's very important to talk, and that is the dynamic duo of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. In this game against the Spurs, just a couple of days ago on Wednesday night, <coughs> excuse me, they both played absolutely magnificent. That's what I want to see from the two. Unbelievable. These guys—I mean, to say that these guys get along famously—is nothing but a, but an understatement. Now, when I saw that the Ma- Dallas Mavericks traded for Kristaps Porzingis, at first, I'll be honest. At first, I was like, "Well, he's still hurt." I don't know why the matter. I mean, at first... Uh, okay. Okay. No more lying. I'm not going to lie to you folks. When I first saw the trade, I really did... I, I honestly did not like it. Let me explain why. Number one, we traded Dennis Smith Jr. But we uh, Okay, we, we traded a package. I believe it was Dennis Smith Jr., uh, DeAndre Jordan, and... Uh, who was the other one? Okay, well... It doesn't matter, but anyway, so we, we traded a, uh, a package of players, and I thought, and we're doing all this, uh, and we traded, I think, a couple of first-round picks, and then, um, and we're trading for a guy, you know, who's hurt and you know, who's been hurt for a while. But then I thought, you know what? Well, why am I not happy? I should be happy. I should, I should be amazed, because Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis—they already, they already knew each other very well. As they, they had a uh, cross paths in the in the latest European uh, tournament uh, where Slovenia would go on and win the title. I, I think Slovenia and Latvia, you know, and Christoph's native Latvia had an encounter, and they, and they had known each other for many years even before that because you know they were both in both played in Spain. I believe that Kristaps played for uh, Seville. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure it's Seville, and those guys had so many encounters. So, yeah, he and Luke already already knew each other very well. I mean. So I thought, you know what, if, they, if these guys are, you know, know each other very well, they trust one another, that's what Dallas needs. I mean, Dallas needs two big superstars to be on the same page and to work well together, because that's how the Mavericks will succeed. Now, Kristaps, we all know him for his defense. I mean, aside from his ability to, you know, to score points, his defense is, is what we really like to talk about. Now, unfortunately, when it comes to defense, Luka's defense is not the best, I mean... It's out there. It's you know. It's okay, but you know. But like I said, Luka's not perfect. I mean, every single player in the NBA has a weakness. Luka's weakness is obviously with defense. I mean, we all know how James Harden uh, has a nasty habit of committing turnovers. But even in James Harden's case, look, nobody's perfect, and every NBA has every NBA player has a weakness. Luka, Luca, uh, obviously, I mean, defense is one of them. Uh, from last season, uh, from his rookie year, I think it was the free point, the, the free throw shots. Also, the you know the ability of making threes. But look, the bottom line is, Luka's is not perfect, but, Luke, but Luka n- needs somebody good, you know, to be there with him. He needs somebody that he can rely uh, rely on, and Kristaps Porzingis is, is the per- is the perfect guy. Now, Kristaps this year, uh, it, it's unfortunate based on some results. While Luca has a, ha- had a very dominant game, Kristaps, you know, is not putting up the same numbers and not having quite as an exciting game. But you know what? Look, to me, it's not who scores. It's not whether Luka or Kristaps scores more points or or does whatever. What Maverick fans and I want to see is we want to see them two work together. And they do work well together and they get along. That's why those two have the potential of being possibly the greatest dynamic duo of this generation. That's why I'm so confident that the Dallas Mavericks... And possibly two or three, in possibly two or three years from now, they will be true contenders for the NBA title because they have some talent, and they have those talents are young, and they're finally they finally have a have a group of young players who are playing great, so they can build for the future, and with Luka, Doncic and Chrisops there. It's just, you know, the excitement just goes so much. I mean, I can't even tell you. I mean, I, I, I can just keep saying, you know, I can't tell you how excited I am. But the bottom line is, there's excitement for the Mavericks to come. And I'm excited not only as a fan, but as a sports writer. Because, like I said earlier, how Luka Doncic gives me gives me some story, things to write about. Gives me a reason to write sto- certain stories about him. Kristaps Porzingis is going to do the same thing. So I'm going to combine the two. Luka and Kristaps, they're going to give me stories. They're gonna give me some stories to write to you folks. They're gonna give me uh, ideas for articles. They're gonna give me I, I, you know, things to talk about on this podcast, on the Bear of Texas podcast. See, even my good friend Wiley, and the co-host aka Wiley, aka Venomous Stare, he—I'm fe- sure he feels the same way about Luca and Chris Tops. because those guys play so well together. I mean, especially even Luca, they—they t- they give us something to talk about. And, and us sports writer, and us sports writers, we live—we live with a little code that. When, when there are certain athletes that give us something to talk about. We love that because they impact our career. They help us out, and we and we really appreciate that. So, so in my case, talking as a sports writer, why I love Lucas so much, it's because he gives he gives me subject. He gives me something to talk about. So even with Kristaps, with now speaking as a fan, I love Luca because he's just so talented. He's so amazing. I mean, this is also from a sports writer perspective. It's always great to talk about a. Very talented player, but Luca literally get, get, gets me out of here. It makes me cheer for the as like I've never cheered for them before. I mean, I'll be honest, folks. L- I mean, uh, when it comes to you know, people ask me who are my favorite Magic players, and I said, well, aside from Dirk Nowitzki, I always say it's Jason Kidd. But I think Luka Doncic is just one of those guys. You know, as excited as we were when we had Jason Kidd, when Jason Kidd arrived, and then when Dirk Nowitzki arrived. I mean, after a while, we didn't have anybody... I don't, I don't recall anybody that, who's arrived that we were so excited about Until up until Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic basically changed the course of the Mavericks' history. So, I can honestly say that in a very short amount of time, Luka has done so much. And the bottom line of this... Fo- and the truth of the matter is, folks, Luka is just getting started. The dynamic duo... Luca and Kristaps is just getting started. Now, as I wrap this up, this is very important to talk about. I hope that Luca and Kristaps stay in Dallas for a long time because the dynamic duo of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis, this is a shot at redemption in Mark Cuban's case. I'll be honest, folks when steve nash left the mavericks i mean we can we can be mad at mark cuban all we want about steve nash and look i don't blame you folks if if there's folks out uh, excuse me if there's you know a few folks out there that are still upset with mark cuban about the whole steve nash scenario look i don't blame you and i know and, and we all know that mark cuban regrets you know no no one regrets more than he but you know what in mark cuban's case this is his chance to make up for that and I think he's gonna he's he, he's gonna do well with that because he's he's already locked up Chris Stops. I mean Chris Stops already has this huge contract. Um, as far as Luca goes, I think after this season he has two more years. I mean Luca's still on, on his rookie deal, but I would not be surprised if the if Luca and Mavericks are probably already talking, or have already had some a little bit of con, uh, extension uh, talks. Uh, maybe they have, maybe they haven't, but. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, Mark Cuban already has a deal ready for Lucas so as soon as that contract rookie contracts up the next day he offers Lucas just a brand new deal and Lucas immediately resigns and then the, the the if it's official then the, the dynamic duo was not going anywhere. So the bottom line of, of this part folks is the Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis duo is the chance for us to relive the Dirk, Nowitzki, and Steve Nash duo but for the duo to not die and for the Mavericks to have a new, true dynasty. Well, that wraps up for tonight, folks. Thank you all very, very much for listening. Luca, once again, I, I wish you a happy birthday, and go Mavericks. Y'all have a good night. Easy.